1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on th- Thursday, the 17th of July. Uh, And in the news today, Roosters, sorry, Raiders upset Roosters, Walker Brothers in Warriors sights, England on top of day one. The Rugby Championship to be hosted in New Zealand, Huskies upset air, um, and James Lachesh retires from rowing. So, yes, a packed um, uh, news update this morning. Let's kick off with that. crickets and before play uh, Joffrey Archer um, was uh, excluded or dropped from the squad um, for breaking biosecurity protocols Um what he did was on his journey back from Southampton or from Southampton up to Manchester he took a rather large detour um, to head over to Brighton um, where he popped in to his home uh, and uh, he is now in a five day isolation, uh, or sorry, I think it's like eight day isolation, um, and uh, uh, is going to be tested twice for COVID. Um, in the actual cricket, um, the West Indies managed to reduce uh, England to 29 for two um, after 13 overs, um, but um, Silby and Stokes uh, dug in there and recovered. Um, for England, so they finished on two hundred and seven for three. So yes, a, a very uh, good um, stand, um, well fourth wicket stand there for England, which has put um, them in control. Uh, for the West Indies, uh, Chase got uh, two um, wickets, uh, but also gave up fifty-three runs in there, and he was the fifth bowler tried, which that the top bowlers um, struggled a bit there. Um, up in Old Trafford. Um, moving on, then uh, to the uh, football, well, actually um, the football news uh, and uh, results um, from the EPL. Burnley and Wolverhampton fought out a one-all one draw. Man City beat Bournemouth two-one, uh, which means that Bournemouth are most likely uh, going to uh, now get relegated. There's only two games left, and they trail. Um, both Watford and West Ham by
1: oh, Tyler. oh okay. mm-hmm.
0: points away um, from talking other results newcastle um, beat uh, lost Tottenham 1-3 and Arsenal beat Liverpool 2-1. Uh, if now Leicester City are beating Sheffield United 2-0 and Everton are losing to Aston Villa 0-1. Um, um, Aston Villa if they win that one suddenly it would only be one point um, away from getting out of the relegation zone. So a big big result that if um, Aston Villa And you Stephen will take us through our birthdays.
1: Uh-huh. Thank you, Paul. We'll try that again. A former football fan who scored three goals on debut, three matches for the All Blacks, but no tests. And finally, a former black cap of a Caribbean descent. And that's where we start our birthdays this morning. Andre Adams, born this day, the 17th of July, 1975, in Auckland as a retired New Zealand cricketer of Caribbean descent. Adams debuted at the highest level for New Zealand in March 2002, but a bout of back injuries on the West Indies Tour of t- in 2002, he played in the 2003 World Cup but soon lost his place again and was resigned to a life in the wilderness until he received a very late call-up to New Zealand's one-day squad in England towards the end of 2004 NetWest Series. He didn't end up playing but later signed with Essex for the remainder of the summer where he stayed for the 2005 and a 2006 season. Moving right along, Stephen Surridge, born this day the 17th of July 1970, is a former New Zealand Rugby Union player. A number eight, Surridge represented Auckland and Canterbury at provincial level and the Crusaders in Super Rugby. He was a member of the New Zealand national side, the All Blacks, on the 97 tour of Ireland, Wales, and England, playing in three matches but no internationals. Finally, Monique Annette van der Elzen, born this day the 17th of July 1967, is a former association footballer who represented. New Zealand at international level. Van Der Elsen scored a hat-trick on her football first debut in a 3-0 win over a Hawaii on the 12th of December 1987 and ended up her international career with 20 caps and 11 goals to her credit. Van Der Elsen represented New Zealand at the Women's World Cup Finals in China in 1991, playing in all three group
0: games. That's our birthdays for this morning. I'll be back shortly with League News, Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully, yes, um, we've transferred over folks to mobile data, so hopefully um, the technical issues are out of the way. Um, Some interesting news then is that uh, the UFC uh, looks like it's coming to New Zealand. Uh, The head or the CEO of the UFC mentioned the other day that uh, that he'd noticed uh, that New Zealand had crowds and, hey, you know what, never mind, we might go down there. Well, um, it seems that plans are much more advanced than he was letting on. Shane Young has uh, announced on LinkedIn uh, that um, his next fight will be when um, Israel Adesaya uh, will uh, be uh, headlining the uh, next fight here in aotearoa in a few months' time. So not only do we know the headline, but we also know that Shane Young um, will be involved um, as well. So it sounds like the card, there's at least a draft card, and a draft date um for when that will happen um as well so yes uh, it looks like ufc is coming to new zealand soon so hopefully uh so, so yes hopefully that will happen now um previously when the ufc has come to new zealand they needed a hundred and 166 people flew in um now it's a lot of people to get through quarantine uh, obviously some of the fighters are here already so not all those would need to fly in Um, and maybe they could use some local broadcasting um, skills so uh, well interesting to see how that all pans out over in the super rugby um, there's also news there about the tournament here to be held here in New Zealand with Sansar saying that um, the rugby championship uh, is uh, scheduled to be in uh, New Zealand starting early November and running into December in a six-week tournament and the government says they are open um, to uh, um, this happening, um, and obviously waiting on all of the um, the details. Sandzai are talking with New um, Zealand Rugby, New are talking with the government. So yes, opportunity there for some Chinese whispers, or, or yeah, some Chinese whispers there. But hopefully, uh, let's hope that uh, all communications are good. Um, it, the uh, announcement says that are would pay for the quarantining of Aust- the Australian, South African, and Argentinian teams. Um, it's uh, happening in November is perhaps not a big surprise when already um, we know that uh, the Southern Hemisphere teams will not be involved in in, in uh, November internationals in Europe because that they're looking at a eight team tournament up there. They take six teams of six nations plus Fiji and Japan um, taking part in that in November. So um, yes, unsup- uh, a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Uh, and uh, slowly but slowly, we're going to hear about some of those. Uh, there was muted a four-match um, uh, uh, Bledisloe Cup series, uh, and that could still um, go ahead. Australia still do want to host some games, so that would uh, uh, some of the games could happen um, potentially in October before that November um, before November the Rugby Championship. Also. Um, in uh, rugby news, we've got the squad to be announced for the um, Hurricanes versus the Blues game. Uh, and Dan Carter was due to be- make his um, Blues debut. But unfortunately, a tight calf means that um, he has uh, been withdrawn from the squad. Um, so we're not going to see uh, Dan Carter this weekend. But we will see Jordy Barrett in the 15 jersey and Bowden Barrett in the 15 jersey for the two different sides um, up against each other. Um, that uh, Geordie was injured for um, the first game and uh, so didn't get to play against his brother. So, yes, interesting clash there, uh, kicking off on Saturday uh, before we have the uh, Chiefs versus the Highlanders on Sunday in Super Rugby, Aotearoa. I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen, who will take us through our NRL update. Oh, thanks again, uh,
1: Paul. In uh, league news uh, this morning, an injury hit Canberra Raiders' uh, team take out the uh, roosters at the uh, Sydney or the uh, Sydney SCG, Sydney cricket stadium. And we'll look at uh, preview today's uh, games and, uh, The Walker brothers are on the Warriors coaching radar and that's where we start our league news this morning. Ben and Shane Walker are known for their attacking innovations, but their main management and defensive strategies are also why they're in the frame to fill the Warriors coaching vacancy. According to CEO Cameron George, the Walker brothers bring a lot to the table as coaches and we are leaving no stone unturned, George told NRL.com on uh, Friday nights or Thursday evening. They bring a number of attributes to the game that are refreshing, innovative, and certainly could enhance our individual players' talent. After sacking Steve Kearney as the head coach of the Warriors, appointed, and appointed assistant coach Ta- Todd Payton as their interim coach for the rest of 2020, an extensive and thorough search is now underway to lead the club into the next era, and George confirmed he interviewed the uh, Walker brothers this week. Well, stuff we move on to stuff that's happening on the field. The Canberra Raiders have upset the Sydney Readers Roosters 24 20 after the Roosters led 12 6 at half time in uh, the. Uh, In the first game of Round 10 played at the Sydney Cricket Ground last night, with the likes of C. C. Soliola, Corey, Horsburgh and Emrah Gula all out for the rest of the season. The Raiders' middle stocks looked to have suffered another significant blow in the opening exchanges when Papa Ali, that's Josh Papa Ali, was taken off with an HIA. The Queensland prop was collected around the ear by Jared Waria Hargraves Canberra needed. Have uh, worried, however, because in Papali's absence, his fellow prop Dunamus uh, Louis stepped up. Louis was uh, dropped earlier in the year but showed his worth to Ricky Stewart's injury depleted side to crash over from close range for an early Canberra lead. Impressive but unspe- unspectacular. His Hith- Hethreto, the try was the spark of the rooster's machine, needed to click into gear within five minutes. They marched up the other end and what over four try themselves. James Tedesco seemed to cut out pass the way of Brett Morris on the right wing who evaded the covering chance Nicole Clockstead to touch down in the 16th minute. Cole Flanagan converted and added a penalty a few minutes later to push the Chooks ahead. Morris would add his second for the night, 14 minutes after his first, but in between, the Roosters dominated possession with 11 sets to Canberra's three. The Bondi club, the beneficiaries of two set restarts, two dropouts, and two penalties. The Roosters Roosters finished the half 12-6 to the good, but Canberra weren't willing to go down without a fight. Figuratively, after a uh, defty, white Nicole Clockstead kick, goal Was touched down by Jared Croker, and literally when Astray elbow from Agnes Crichton hit Papali's temple, a push and shove ensured at the end of the ruck that they came running in from all angles. It was the man in the opposite number seven jersey through who was about to take centre stage. So often we hear that English halfbacks don't make it in the NRL, but George Williams is slowly debunking the myth with eight daily inputs, as many try assists going into this round. Williams jinked his way over through the Roosters' defence to crash over for a second try. The tricks pegged them back straight away with some quick hands. Down the left found Matt Ikevalu. But as so often happened last year to see big, big wins, I think one over the Melbourne and the preliminary final against South probably came up with the match-winning play to bring home the bacon for the canberra raid as well that um, sounds like a really good game i must admit i didn't stay up to watch it but i will be staying up to watch maybe a couple of these games this evening because this evening from sunshine coast stadium in kawana waters great it's a great great spot, I've got to say, commentated outrigger canoeing up there. The Storm take on the Titans, and uh, that kicks off at 8 p.m. New Zealand time this evening And the late game from Lockhart Oval in Sydney is the West Tigers v. the Broncos. And if you've got enough energy, maybe I have, that'll be at 9.55 p.m. this morning. So have a great day as we are on the cusp of the weekend
0: here on NZ Sports Radio. Back to you, Paul. Thank you very much, um, Stephen. And Yes, the weekend is almost here, folks, and uh, let's hope the uh, wet and wild weather eases off a bit um, as well. Over in the rowing, um, James Lashesh um, has announced his retirement from professional um, rowing. Uh, he was part of the uh, men's eight that was aiming to qualify for next year, for, for the Olympic Games, and um, has decided that yeah, another year is just one year. Too many for um, him. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, New Zealand already, uh, New Zealand has qualified nine boats um, for Tokyo, um, with the men's eight and the men's quad still aiming um, to, uh, well, aiming to contest the uh, quali- qualifying event um, to also qualify as well. Moving over then to the um, uh, NZ NZMBL or sales MBL. And the Huskies beat the Taranaki Mountain Airs 201, uh, 102, sorry, not 201, 102 um, to 99 to upset the table toppers. But boy, oh boy, um, it took them uh, uh, all of their effort because it's um, was 83-83 uh, at the end of regula- regulation time. Uh, and they required um, overtime, which the airs uh, well, took the lead, but the Huskies um, came back um, to win that one say absolute um, cracking game over there um, the it was really really a team effort um, by the um, uh, Huskies uh, with uh, all of their starters making it over 21 points um, but uh, Henry with uh, 21 points and uh, 14 um, rebounds um, helped as did um smith miller with 22 points and a massive 21 rebounds so yes some really good rebounding there uh, by those two murray led the scoring with 28 points uh and um Liefer, uh, chipped in with 21 as well for the taranaki mountain airs uh jones led the way with 36 points um but um uh, and it was uh, assisted by Rokura with 28 points, but they got no more support from the rest of their team. Uh, and they weren't enough to see off the more rounded team effort from the Huskies. Um, the In the second game, the Canterbury Rams pushed the Otago Nuggets all the way. 74-75, um, another cracking game there as well, uh, if somewhat some lower scoring um, uh, in that one. Uh, and... Um, the, uh, yeah, the, the Nuggets just um, snuck that one, uh, even though they were out rebounded by um, the uh, Canterbury Rams in that one. And how does that leave the table? Well, um, the Taranaki Mountaineers are still at top with a seven and four record uh, with the Franklin Bulls. The Otago Nuggets uh, and the Man of 2 Jets all are just behind them on a six and four and all with a game in hand. So they all could join the Taranaki Mountaineers at the top there. Um, the auckland huskies have closed the gaps that uh, chasing group um, and they now have a 50 50 record of five um, wins and five losses um, for them and then we have the giants and the rams um, down the bottom both with three wins each um don't forget to and and, and tonight in the sales uh, MBL, we um they have a night off um, before returning um tomorrow evening over on the um ANZ Premiership, and we have a cracking game um, this evening. If I can find the uh, the game, because it's second versus third, the Mystics taking on the Stars um, this evening over in the ANZ Premiership. I say second um, versus third in the table, uh, so uh, definitely check in to that one. Um, Have a um, wonderful day, everybody. You've now started the day the best way up to speed with all of the important sports news. Sorry about our technical issues at the top of the show, but hey, we've uh, pulled it all together um, in the end. So uh, have a great um, day, everyone, and the weekend is almost here.